Welcome to Land Life, a podcast for North Coast landholders by North Coast Local Land Services. This podcast is all about sharing knowledge and experience with landholders across our region to support farm productivity and healthy environments. North Coast Local Land Services acknowledges the traditional custodians of all the nations on which we live, work and play. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening to this podcast. If you've ever stepped foot anywhere in deer country, you will have seen the impacts they can have on the natural environment. Feral deer outcompete native species for forage and habitat, spread weeds and weed seed, and cause damage to vegetation and soil. And when feral deer start to encroach on urban areas, there's the added threat of traffic hazards, damage to urban infrastructure, and sometimes aggressive behaviour toward people, livestock and pets. In response to the presence of deer in the Greater Port Macquarie Hastings area, the Hastings Feral Deer Working Group have recently finalised a new management plan to guide the management of feral deer in the region. In this episode of Land Life, we'll hear from Dean Chamberlain and Mick Elliott on what the plan means for landholders in the Hastings and what you can do if you see feral deer anywhere on the North Coast. Dean Chamberlain, I'm the team leader of invasive species with uh, North Coast Local Land Services. This is Mick Elliott, I'm a senior biosecurity officer with North Coast Local Land Services. Hastings Field Management Plan is a uh, coordinated plan with uh, a number of key stakeholders, including um, Port Macquarie Hastings Council, National Parks and Wildlife, Forestry Corporation, uh, RMS, and a number of local landholders. And it's uh, basically designed to give us a platform for the management of uh, feral deer within the Port Macquarie area in particular. And it's taken a number of years to to pull together, but is now currently finalised and we're looking to put that um, into action. It's really good to see, Dean, too, because as we know, feral deer can have a range of environmental impacts. Um, You know, they browse and graze and can affect plants, seedlings and growth. The damage to vegetation through trampling and antler rubbing is another thing that a lot of people complain about. Uh, and of course, the big thing in and around that Port Macquarie area is their impacts on water quality, which can occur through their wallowing or fecal contamination. And um, this can happen even at low density. So it's great to see that the area has pulled together this plan and let's hope that we can get some results out of it. Yeah, and Mick, there's other hazards as well, um, particularly with uh, motor vehicles, etc. Is there much of that happening around Port Macquarie? Yeah, it is, and it's it's one of the high-impact and cost-prohibitive ones that occur to people. Certainly, uh, we get reports of deer impacting cars quite regularly, and that can increase during the, the rutting period where you've got those immature males searching out females crossing roads, and they have absolutely no road sense. Yeah, impacts increase in that period. So Mick, uh, that rut period, when does that normally sort of occur? Well, it can, it can occur. The interesting thing is with the deer species we have in and around port are um, mainly headed up by rusa. There's a rusa and a samba hybrid. There's also some fallow deer as well. So 
Unfortunately, with rooster, we're finding on the coast that they can breed at any time of year, although they do have a specific time, and um, that's sort of from June right through till September. They can still be in rut at different times. The interesting thing is that you find um, the more dominant stags hold those hinds reasonably close together, and then you end up with these satellite stags who are trying to get uh, does and hinds together um, trying to move around the outside and at times those stags will end up in a, a group together and move move as a, a mob and they can, those satellite stags can form a mob and they're trying to pick out those from that main group. So I think it's highly likely then for the next couple of months that we're probably going to see more deer in and around um, streets and suburbia uh, of Port Macquarie. So it's pretty important that people are aware that that could occur and, and to be, be very aware that the deer are a problem and they, they need to be wary of the deer as well as they are a wild animal. So what's the situation at the moment as far as deer numbers around Port Macquarie and um, what's happening in that space? It's extremely difficult to pinpoint a definite number. Uh, these are feral deer and they, they tend to be quite secretive. They can be quite cryptic in nature, which means, of course, that they only move around at night time and, and it's pretty hard to work out exact numbers. However, we have embarked on um, surveys, thermal surveys, to give us a bit of an idea and that suggests to us that there's a population in and around about a 1,000 animals. And, of course, that's a guesstimation, I guess you would have to say. The density can be as high as 30 deer per 100 hectares in some areas and right down to five in, uh, per 100 hectares in other areas. But, of course, that's dependent upon the area that the deer are moving in. So in Port Macquarie, you have those vegetation corridors, which normally are a creek corridor as well. The deer like to move through those areas and, and if they are um, feeling safe enough, then they'll bed down in those areas and come out of a night time, which puts them in some cases, directly in people's front and backyards. Currently, there's a, the, uh, from the, the management plan, there's an increase in uh, controls being uh, utilised by both LLS and Port Macquarie Council. So what sort of things are being done in the, in the Port Mac area to, to manage the deer problem? In the areas where we can put a contractor in for control, then we definitely use that. In closer, uh, more urban type areas where there's more housing development, we're, we're trialling new concepts which include a, um, a, a trapping system and that's proving um, reasonably successful. It's based on a number of other areas in the state that are using it and it involves um, getting a feeding in a particular area. We're encouraging deer to move to that area and at a time where we can humanely um, control those deer. So, Mick, what's the guess of how that works and how we expect it to work? Yeah, well, as I said, Dean, it's based on work carried out in other areas of New South Wales, but we've sort of adapted it for this um, quite urban, peri-urban areas that, that we're dealing with. So it includes the use of uh, an automatic gate system. It depends on a very slow introduction of uh, temporary fencing to allow the deer to become used to that. Um, surprisingly enough, in these areas, deer see a lot of this sort of fencing and they see a lot of movement. So, so long as we take our time and we're patient with this erection of these, um, this temporary fencing, we can uh, get the, the deer used to it. We increase that until um, we've made a trap 
feeding them obviously quite regularly so they get quite used to being fed in those areas. Then we use uh, the automatic um, gate to trap those deer within that trap on um, particular nights where there's not a lot of moonlight and then with the use of thermal firearms we can humanely control those deer. We've found uh, that in, in most cases, the, the deer are quite calm of a, of a night time and those, that control is, uh, is very humane. So Mick, with the, uh, the traps, obviously control in, in, a peri- in an urban period there is very difficult with a firearm. So I'd imagine one of the other uh, benefits is that you've got a controlled shoot zone within the trap, which um, must make it much more safer in general. Oh, it really is, Dean. So we can um, we can direct those deer where we want them to be within that trap using a number of techniques that we're trialling. And um, we've already done our shoot plan and, and identified our safe shoot zones. The other thing we use is a platform to allow um, for those projectiles to be directed down into that soft earth, which makes it a, a very safe shoot. Yeah, it sounds really, really good. So, Mick... The number of deer culled, you said earlier, was you know, probably over 200 um, by contractors and us and national parks over the last couple of years. And one of the questions that always seems to be asked is, well, where do they go? You know, what actually happens to them? So where do the deer from uh, the culling program currently go? Yeah, well, we're, we're quite fortunate. Uh, we've we've um, entered into an agreement with Billabong Zoo. And so far, um, the majority of the carcasses have gone to Billabong Zoo and are utilised by them to, to feed their caged animals. So um, that's a good result in that we're not, not having to landfill those animals or, um, or they're not left to attract other feral pests. Yeah, I imagine uh, Billamong Zoo would be pretty happy to, to take those as well, considering the, the effects of you know, COVID and bushfire and floods around Port Macquarie in the last 18 months would be impacting on them. But we sort of mentioned earlier that you know, the next couple of months, the activity around Port Mac could increase quite a bit. So what should people do when they're actually seeing deer in and around Port Macquarie and how should they report? A couple of great ways they can do that. One is with Deer Scan on the Feral Scan app. So they can download that Feral Scan app, um, which, which has Deer Scan underneath that. And it's a very simple operation to pinpoint where those deer have been. And, and we get notified of those sightings. Uh, of course, the other way they can do it is to ring um, their local land services and, and report deer. However, it's probably a much easier operation for them to, to use the Feral Scan Deer Scan app. I guess for future control and control down the track, people also need to become involved in solution, like say so be part of the, the actual um, either a contractor or our um, trapping culling programs on properties. So. We're currently looking for further sites to expand that trapping program. So if people out there actually want to become involved with deer management on their property, then they should give us a call on uh, 1300 795 299 and that'll put them in touch with one of our senior bios, uh, particularly Mick Elliott, who can uh, maybe assist in uh, working out some control programs in other areas. So. It's a great way for us to move forward, Dean. Um, certainly we, we do get lots of people who are complaining about, about feral deer now and they've, they've realised that they, for us to get a, any sort of result, for, for us all to get a result, then everyone needs to do their bit. That might only be um, reporting a sighting or reporting an impact, but it can also include exactly what you said, that we are looking for areas where 
might be on our radar yet and areas where we can increase our trapping, which um, which hopefully will, will help to continue to reduce numbers. Yeah, the bigger the landscape we can get across, the more effective or more likely you are to be effective in the long term and that's really what we're aiming to do is, is produce a cost-effective long-term program that can minimise the impacts of uh, feral deer around Port Macquarie and then you know, hopefully we can roll that out into other areas as well once we've uh, suggested that it is a, a good cost-effective method to um, control feral deer. Dean and Mick mentioned reporting deer sightings to FeralScan. There's a link in the show notes to both the smartphone app and the reporting website. They also mentioned that winter is when most species will be in rut, when deer are pairing up to mate and can become particularly brazen and sometimes aggressive. It's especially important that you report any deer sightings, even roadkill, at this time of year to help us understand what's happening with the feral deer population. If you'd like to talk to a biosecurity officer about deer in your region, call your nearest local land services office on 1300 795 299. This podcast is jointly funded through North Coast Local Land Services and the Australian Government's National Land Care Programme.